It's been a minute, doesn't it? <laughs> How's everybody doing, man? Yo, I've been, I've been so sick. I've been so sick, but it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back. Yeah, this is the Messy Ben Podcast. My name is Kaleem. I'm very, very happy to be back, man. I've missed you guys quite a bit, eh? And it's been a busy, busy period, hasn't it? So we just have an, an interesting show lined up for you guys today. As always, we're going to be looking in into the trending topics, touching in on things that that matter to the masses, right? It's been quite some time, and yeah, I've been nursing myself, trying to get back to health, so I'm, I'm glad to be back. That is good, right? So yeah, we're going to be talking about adulting. Life isn't what they th- say it's going to be. I must say, when I was in high school, when I turned 25, I had already had a timeline of the things I'm going to be achieving. <laughs> Do you know how badly I lied to myself? Yo. <laughs> yeah, no. We're going to be talking about the experiences of being a young father or a young parent. It's all different for most of us. Um, it's going to be an interesting show for us. Uh, the culture of only fans. <laughs> Yo. Um, wow. I, I yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to touch in on that. And life about purpose. We've often heard people speaking about potential with no purpose. What does that actually mean? And how do we actually find our own purpose as people? I wonder. And we're going to get into mentorship. Yay. It's a challenging time that we're living in. They say that you need a mentor. I believe you do. And I'm going to give a few reasons why. And I'm going to critique it a little bit. Because it is not a perfect system. It needs us to just think a bit more on it. So yeah. Without wasting any more of your time, this is the Mass Event Podcast. My name is Kaleem. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. Enjoy. Adulting, not to be um, confused with the biblical term of adultery. (laughs) No, I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about adulting. Yo, this isn't what we thought it was going to be, if you're being honest. You remember back in high school where everybody was convinced about the things they're going to be achieving by a certain timeline? Remember when you were in primary school where you looked at elders and you believe that everyone had their own life figured out. You remember? Remember when you were in, in crash and you never had a care in the world. Everything made sense. Things just happened the way that you wanted to happen. All the time. Every time. On repeat. So what's on... <laughs> Yo, Dumelang, by the way. <laughs> How rude of me. Dumelang, <laughs> Life was, was so planned out, wasn't it? 
it made sense. Life, life literally happened the way that we wanted it to happen. It feels as if life had a design. When we were in preschool, everything just made sense. Everything happened. The days were all planned out. I'm going to go to sleep today and tomorrow I'm going to go and play with my friends. And that's the plan. And when I grow up, I'm going to go to school. And then when I finish school, I'm going to get a job. When I get a job, I'm going to build a house, buy a house, buy a car. And that was it. And I'm going to have play with my friends some more. <laughs> it was, it was, yo, it was bliss. Everything seemed so perfect. And then we would have career day when we were at school. They would invite us and then they would introduce us to so many of these streams. They would say to us, X, Y, Z, look, uh, these people are from the um, uh, medical fraternity. These guys are from uh, business. These guys are in IT. And yeah, oh, these are engineers. Uh, these people are in banking. All these fine institutions. I remember meeting them when I was in middle and high school. And they came along and they all tried to convince us as to say why their field is the best one to go for. And it's only now as an adult that I understand the value of the things um, such as, uh, it wasn't career day, but it was just an, expo an exposure of the different fields that were, that were out there at the time. Now I'm, I'm grown up and I feel like, hey, I didn't understand the, the choices. I feel, I feel like they should have introduced us to more, more of a reality. Because I don't think they, 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 they assist us in understanding that, hey, <laughs> it's bad, bad. <laughs> it, is, it is nothing like what they prepared us for. Everything, yo, adulting is hard. Adulting is one of the hardest things that we are going through. And it doesn't seem to get any, any better as time progresses. It just, it's one attack after the other. An endless onslaught of disappointments in life. It, it, yo, guys, adulting. The, the process of growing up and facing the realities of life. That's what I would define adulting as. You know, when, when, when you stand on your own feet, let's, let's leave aside this thing of others being breadwinners and others being young parents for a moment. I want to just speak about the fact that we, we, we are facing adulthood. And it's our turn to balance this equation of life. And it's so complex. Because there isn't a one-size-fits-all answer to it. It, it, is, it is, yo, it is in a world where it feels like there's no compassion for any of us. Where everyone is facing their own troubles. Where everyone is facing their own situation and stories. It's so flippin' tough. Make no mistake. Sometimes you, you find yourself isolated from reality. Because you're looking at your life and you're saying... Uh, it, this can't possibly be all that there is to life. <laughs> because life is, is, is humbling you. <laughs> it, it is honestly humbling you. It is, it is more than being unemployed. It is more than not uh, being in the field of study that you want to do. It, it is more than that. 
Adulting is hard. Yo, it's flipping hard, guys. <laughs> Yo. Adulting is, is so hard that there doesn't seem to be an aspect of it that we seem to, to have in lockdown. Um, finances. They are humbling us. Though. Relationships. Oh. <laughs> they are humbling us. Work-life balance. It's humbling us. Hmm? Nutrition. The culture. Adapting. Every single aspect. Is whooping us. Left, right and center. And the funny thing is. <laughs> that it's so consistent. That the tears that we share. Are universal. I mean if you, if you look in social media. And, and see the general feels. Of people across the world. Yay. The truth is out. eh? <laughs> because we're all on the same wavelength. Life is humbling us. On different spectrums. We are feeling it. <laughs> and we're feeling it hard. Yo. I, I, I speak as, as no one different. Trust me. It is humbling me as well. I, I, I do not want to lie to you. I don't have it all figured out. This podcast look, is a growing experience for all of us. And I, I don't want to make the mistake of making people think that I have things playing out the way that I initially set them out to play. No, I do not. I'm figuring life out as, as I'm going, same as you. It's just that the certain observations that I've made, because I've kept myself secluded for quite some time, so I can learn from different thought patterns that people apply. It's fine, isn't it? But when you're observing, life has a tendency of just dashing past without you, without you being a part of it. Because you're spending so much time analyzing things that you shouldn't be analyzing, where you're supposed to be part of a movement, part of a generation, part of a feeling, part of a, of a group. You, you, you're stuck studying. And, that, and it has its benefits. And it, it, had, it has a lot and lot of, of downfalls to it. Trust me, I know. But I digress. Adulting, guys. Adulting needs a course in school, doesn't it? <laughs> Adulting, it, it, it needs, I don't know, an advanced class or something. Surely there has to be some thesis that we could all go to and read and study that prepares us for the, for the shock that is life. Because there is no life orientation class that you, uh, CAS, NCS, and Obed children can be prepared for. You, because it's, it's, it's so... Hmm. Let me give you an example of what adulting has been. Adulting is this. Adulting starts the day where you realize that you do not have a backup except for what you are able to earn through your, your own sweat. Where you're literally living by the means that you are able to gather from your hands. Where you realize that the, the, the friendship pact you made years back has an expiry date to it. Adulting is when you realize that no one owes you consistency. Loyalty is something that is not as valued um, as, as the term itself would mean. I've heard a lot of people say loyalty is for the dogs. <laughs> and they are loyal. Adulting is a shock. It, 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 it hits you hard. Like that first 
winter morning of the new year. It 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 comes at, at you and it surprises you. It just stabs you. <laughs> Whether the front or back. It, it, yay. <laughs> this adulting thing is... Yo, guys, I, I can't even find words to describe this thing that it leaves us as. Adulting is, 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 is so... Yay, it's the spice of life, the flavor of it all. Because... It can either define what you're going to be doing with the rest of your life or it can break you. And so many of us I'm seeing consistently on a daily basis. There are far too many people that we are losing because they are not coping with adulting as a practice, adulting as an expectation. So many people are just giving up. So many of us are given to depression. So many of us are given to these pressures because adulting isn't something that we're prepared for. And once again, as we, as we go, we start appreciating the effort of uh, a certain department of education. I say this at the risk of giving a compliment <laughs> Yo, to the government. <laughs> I, I, I say this at the risk of knowing that I possibly, I possibly could be misleading them, but it's not all bad. It's partially good. But the intentions are good and not the, not the, I would say, but not the implementations so much. It is not efficient, but it did have a, a very, very good intention when it started. This life orientation course, because they wanted to prepare us for life. But once again, we, we, we have a tendency in this country of, like digressing from the purpose of something because we never understood where things were supposed to have been when these things have been applied to us. I remember the initiatives of Love Life, uh, Love Life as it came in uh, back in the early 2000s, mid 2000s or 2010s. There was this whole concept of Love Life and it was a whole movement that came to the villages. I grew up in a village, remember? And then when it got there, it exposed us to so many things. The excitement around it to us, it was more about the fact that they are having these, these sexual discussions. They're thinking about sex, sex, this, sex dad, oral sex. They're thinking about sexual orientation, making it feel all right to prepare us about sexuality and all those things as if that is the most critical thing in this world that's going to prepare us to face adulting, of which it isn't. We have been deceived once again. I'm saying the intentions of it might have been good, but they are extremely, extremely, extremely deceptive. It isn't fair and it isn't consistent. Listen to what I have to say for you. I'm saying to you, life orientation in hindsight is something which, if it was better prepared or better uh, implemented or executed, we would have been in a better position to face adulting because in its essence, it is something that is supposed to prepare us for the life. Life orientation. I am saying to you, adulting has become something which is so heavy on us, this youth in particular. It is exposing that what we've been given to prepare to face life isn't all that adequate at all. Imagine this, we are being pushed out into a world which is not ready to accommodate us. We are being pushed out into a world which has nothing that cushions the, the fall that we are, we are dropped down from. It's a very, very, very high level that we are given uh, dropped at. 
the teachers gave up on us a long time ago. Society gave up on us a long time ago. And then we are given all these options to say, come and make it. And then you're going to have motivational speakers. And I, I speak no ill against them. There, there, there are some fine people out there. We have your Vusita Mbeguayos, who, who's, who's, a, who's a leader. And I admire the gentleman. He is a leader in his own right. But I'm saying to you, we are given such platforms and we have these, these discussions with such people who, who want to make it easy, who want to make it look like, hey, you are lazy because you're not achieving it. They often make this, this thing of saying, a motivational speaker will say to you, I started my chicken factory with just a feather. <laughs> That's literally the pitch that they give us. And they want to make us convinced that the issue is with us and not with the system. Not enough is done to challenge the system. Everything is vague and, and not direct. Adulting has become so hard because it is not only us who need to change the narratives, but it's us who needs to, who needs to be honest with ourselves and say, as hard as it is, what is it that can I do to ensure that we improve the current standing of life? Am I going to now pass on the very same conditions to my children, to my brothers, to my cousins, to anyone in the generation 10 years from now who's going to be inheriting what I'm preparing for them? Is it going to be worthwhile? I am, I'm, I'm curious because adulting seems to have gotten harder. We used, to, we used to be so judgmental growing up of people who didn't get their, their life together because it didn't make sense. Because in school, everything is practical. Everything is thoroughly explained. It makes sense. The system is perfected from the textbooks that they're giving us to say that this is how it's supposed to be and everything is going to pan out and everything is going to work out. And look at us, falling in line, walking towards the very same trap that's been set for us. <laughs> and then adulting comes and you realize that your principal is only serving a duty. He's a nine-to-fiver. Your teacher is serving a duty. He's a nine-to-fiver. Your pastor is serving a duty. He's a nine-to-fiver. <laughs> you, 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 you get what I'm saying. I'm saying everyone is just serving a duty. They, they have a job that they need to sell. And everyone is playing their part because their part is what they make a living off. Adulting is you standing alone and realizing that every single person only has an effect on you because they stand to benefit something. You get that. The notion of when you walk into a store, you get a smile because people are happy to see you spending your money at their premises. You get that. We are consumers and we are customers to everyone willing to engage with us on different levels. Everyone wants to sell you something. And these are the concepts that we were not taught. And we are learning everything as a shock. Growing up sucks. <laughs> I have to say it. And, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to discourage you. Because I can't. You have to grow up. <laughs> you don't have a choice in the matter. You have to grow up because there's no alternative to it. You can't be childish forever. It is not something you can decide and say, hey, I'm turning back from this. No. You, you, in this life, there's, there's something that you are going to do, which is grow up and die. 
I'm sorry, kids. If you didn't know, now you know. This is consistent with the practices of us being humans. And we complicate our, our, our lives based on the decisions that we take because we don't really understand what consequences mean. In hindsight, you could have done a lot of things differently. And most of us do not want to embrace the mistakes. We want to say, hey, yeah, it is what it is. And it is what it is. Culture has led us to being shocked by the system and not shocking the system and shocked by adulting and not, sh- not being able to embrace and impact the world. And we see people excelling, but look at the principles that they've applied. They haven't put themselves in the positions that we have put ourselves in. I will always say to you guys, I discourage any one of you listening out there, do not have kids young. And make no mistake, I love my kids. And I say this realizing that in many years to come, they will be listening in on this podcast to listen and say, hey, what was this dude saying? I realize that. But I want to say to you, this is one of the things that adulting has hit me by. I became a young father. I became a young parent. And the fact of the matter is, because of my upbringing, it was already put in on me that I need to do something different. I can't be the problem that I experienced. I've said this before. But I want to say this again to you now. The pressure that I put upon my life, it was because of even when I could, I received very good opportunities in life, but because of the choices that I made, I made long-term choices by having short-term resources. Instead of analyzing and looking at what I have around me, I always took something as if I'm not going to be living past the age of 30. That, that, that was the shocking part of it. Because I did things when I was still in my late teens, when I was 19 and, and, and 20. I started doing things which would be affecting the rest of my life, or at least the next 10-year period. And they helped me down heavily. <laughs> I'm smiling as I'm saying this thing because I know that this is a, testim- a testimony to someone here. I'm not here, Hushamayla, guys. Relax, relax. But I want you to understand that every de- decision that you take, especially, especially something that is going to have an involvement of life altering, whether you're risking yourself into contracting a disease. You're adults, you know what I mean. Or you stand to bring life into this world. And I'm pro-life. Make no mistake. I'm saying to you, every single decision that you are taking, it has to be worthwhile and it has to be well thought out. I would encourage you to act very slow. Don't be impulsive. Look, don't be spontaneous either. It has to be calculated because look at the people who are consistently able to apply success in their many roles and then analyze their lives. You'll see that the decisions that they have taken contributed to the successes that they are now enjoying. Do not pull yourself down for temporary pleasures. They all pass and they will come again. An opportunity to have fun always presents itself time and time again. If anything that the world will consistently give you it's pleasure. It's made for that. The world is for pleasure. So discipline is important. And you need to make sure, because guys, adulting will shock you. It will shock you. And sometimes you find yourself in a position where you're like, oh my word, what have I done? 
And there's no reversal from those things. There's no turning back. The only thing you could do is regroup, gather your resources, and then change your entire game plan and move forward. So do not put yourself in a corner where you now need to change your entire plan all because of something you did without thinking thoroughly. Not all of us are fortunate that we are given the grace to be able to recover from those circumstances because life is humbling. You need to realize that as much as adulting is hard, we have an impact that we are playing. There's things that we have done to ourselves that have led things to be the way they are. I hope you realize that, guys. Eh? I, I, I sincerely, sincerely hope you realize that because I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to, to be a person who is... Uh, who's not going to be understanding of your situation. That is not who I am. This is not what the podcast is about. But I want you to understand that adulting, <laughs> yay, it's humbling. But in as many as, uh, times as you look at the fact of the matter, look at the people who are making it and who are standing out and who are superstars and rock stars in their field. Look at their background. I speak about, uh, let's speak about Meg G. Look, he has lived a life of debauchery by his own, his own statements. He has had a wild life. And, but look at the fundamentals of it. He had his kids later on in life, as an example. He's settling down later on in life, as an example. And now he's prospering. Having gone through ups and downs, he meanders, he meanders. Until he got to where he is. Look at the consistent people in entertainment because it's, it's an easy reference to make. Look at your Caesar Lomos, look at your Trevor Noahs, look at your Annalyn Totas. Look at all these people who are consistently in the, in the, not in the limelight, but in the streams of success and the, the examples that they're living. You'll be surprised as to how private certain people are. And then look at these wretched ones. The people who the media portrays in front of us and wants us to know every single aspect of their life. Look at the contrary. <laughs> the media is preparing us for failure because the examples that they're giving us are not people that we can look up to. Hence, adulting becomes more difficult than it actually has to be because the culture that has been put out here, oh, it's so destructive. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even add up. Because adulting is hard. But you don't have to make it any harder for yourself. You need to take care of yourself. Don't be deceived about the pleasures. Taking it easy. For what? What is there to take it easy at this moment if you have not achieved at least 25% of your ambitions? What are you taking easy? Because you need to fight, you need to, you, you need to aim really high. What's the point of dying young and having nothing to show? What are you going to say about you? You know what? People are, are giving recognition for the most mediocre of things. Talk about living your best life. Living your best life is not posting an Instagram post after being taken out by 
some sugar daddy, sugar mommy for that, for that matter. Just because you're posting on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and then you're calling it living your best life. It, it's, it's not about that. It's about having value to your community, your personhood. Sharing these things, sharing wisdom, making sure that the world that we are living, we are going to be changing it and leaving something that's going to be of a legacy much better when you're all gone. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly struggle. I'm not going to lie, I struggle. Every single time I struggle to try and make sense of the things that have been said. When it comes to adulting, not enough is, 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 is given, it's given the deserved, the deserved honesty about it. That adulting is hard, but the choices that we've made have led us to see there's even harder experiences. And it's up to us to change things. Don't be young parents. Take your time. Have a firm foundation. Make sure that when you are going for something, you're actually ready to embrace it and take it. So when you are challenged by the things that have to, that have to present themselves in life, you have the resources in order to be able to take care of your kids if you do have any. Remember that. Adulting is not impossible, though it's hard. So just before you think about overdosing on those pills, life has value. It isn't easy for anyone. Make no mistake, because whatever that has been given to us, it was given to us because of the character which we are, and nothing has ever been given to anyone which we cannot handle. The strength that we are given is proportionate to the trouble that we shall face. Never, never, ever forget that. And I want to encourage you, thinking that it's not worth it, so you might as well kick the bucket, call it quits. For what? For whose pleasure? Stop being stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> we have to be different. We, we, we are different. And we need to give ourselves credit for that. So make sure that you review Analyze. Do a SWOT analysis of the opportunities that you've been given. Do a SWOT analysis of your life. Your strengths, weaknesses, opportunity, and threats. Why not? An approach that is given to business to make sure it prospers. What approach are we giving to our lives to make sure that they prosper? It is so strange that we are able to, to give commitment to a structured facility such as a business. Someone's, someone's property. Something which you're not even going to be benefiting of in 10 years' time something which we are not going to be having as part of our legacy, something you cannot influence to give anything, any of that to your children. That because it's structured and had its purpose and it has enforced the rules that people are able to live by, it's easier for us to follow. But oh, lo and behold, we are talking about the exact same principles applied to our lives and then we are struggling and then we call it quits. Who gave us this quit culture? The masses, come on, man. You have to be different. Adulting is not impossible. It's hard, but it's not impossible. <laughs> Make no mistake, guys. Make no mistake. Because now the reason why we're starting to do stupid, stupid things is because we're facing adulting and we're thinking that adulting is this impossible, difficult thing. Yo. And then, hey, 
Yay! We get to do funny things. Very, 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 very funny things. We're going to speak about... Hey! <laughs> Only fans. Mm. Hey! My Lord, your children. Oh God. Oh, your children. Look at us. The OnlyFans culture is booming. Sex sales. For as long as I've understood what this term means, I've I've seen it applied to everything. But this generation is taking it to a whole new level. I'm at 2K. 90s also. Oh, yo, yellow hoes. I'm straight up going to say it. Where did we adopt this whole, whole behavior? Others are saying they're just doing it to, to feed themselves. Yo. Others are calling it the, the oldest profession. The oldest trade there ever was. The original trade. Prostitution. Hmm. Selling your body for sexual pleasure. And if you if you have to get into a position where you're gonna be explaining it away, trying to intellectualize it, saying things like, nah, it's only me and people are watching, they're not doing anything to me. You've lost the plot. It's no more different. It is not. The only thing that you are not in, in, um, endangering yourself in, I suppose, would be the STIs. And maybe the pregnancy. But morality is so corrupt in this world that we are normalizing everything as filth and we're trying to say, do you. And th- that's all it is. This culture of saying that nothing is taboo, that nothing is off limits, because everything has to be explained away. People are offended by every single thing. Make a joke to the LGB what what community and then you're cancelled. But the cancelling in itself is selective because we've had allegations of Sumizi abusing his partner, allegations of Sumizi doing all sorts of crazy things but nothing was said to them. Because when a gay person does something horrible, they can be cancelled. Because they are the manufacturers of this cancel culture. They are using it as a tool, as a weapon. They've weaponized this thing, looking for certain individuals that they can go and attack. And then, oh, it works so well because it is selective. It is a, it is a tool. It is not something which is to be used for truth. It is not something which is to be used for consistency. Literally what it is, it is a weaponized tool for them to attack people who are on the come up. If they've decided that you do not deserve an opportunity, oh, they're coming for you. Same as they will call you a xenophobe if you're pro-operation to do a pressure group. They're going to call you a homophobe if you're saying that morality has been questioned. Anything that is trying to address the things that are ill with this country of ours, the things that are ill with the times that we're living in, it's going to be giving some kind of intellectualized term and say, hey, it's a phobia of sorts, it's not. Coming back to only friends, it's filthy. 
It is filthy. It's, it's literally, it's filthy. There's no, there's, no, there's no need for that. Why are we normalizing treating ourselves the way we are? How is it that you're trying to make it an acceptable standard? For whose pleasure? Why is it that we have, we, have, we have normalized every single thing and there's no shame in it? People say, yeah, who are you to shame them? Are you literally understanding what you are saying? A generation where we are... <coughs> Excuse me. A generation where we are normalizing every single filthy thing that has been, that has been established as filth the organ to the to the organizations, filth societies, the communities. We are the generation who are trying to embrace certain things. Where things were seen as weeds, we have taken those weeds of the past and then we treat them like roses. There's no need for OnlyFans. There isn't no need for any man or woman to be exposing themselves as much as they are on these platforms. Look at you, whoring yourself out to his pleasure. And us, the men buying it, and women for that matter. Hey, why not? LGB, what, what? What is it about us that has normalized these kind of behaviors? Surely something needs to be done. What I'm saying is, this culture of OnlyFans isn't something which is to be celebrated, but it's something which is to be dismissed for what it is. It is not good behavior. No society can be built on such conduct. There's no good to come out of it, if we're being honest with each other. If we are people who are going to be standing for any truth, we need to have a disciplined society. And I understand what being hungry is. <laughs> I understand what lacking a foundation, a basic, an income, desperation, what it does. I always say, when we justify certain things, we might as well justify everything. We might as well justify Inkabi, the hitman. We might as well justify the criminals. We might as well justify the murders, the, the rapists. Every single person wants to be explained away because we are normalizing filth and there is no need for it. And we are, we, 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 are, we are pushing for the, the legalizing of prostitution. We are pushing for the legalizing of all these things that were taboo. How did we get here as a generation and as a people? And in whose best interest is this for? They say their kids also need to eat. Hear me out. I'm saying nothing against that. I'm saying there has to be better ways and we need to find those ways and invest in them and ensure that when we're challenging the system, we're preparing in such a way that no one is doing these things out of desperation. That's the element that we need to take out. People need to understand that they have to have the freedom to do things according to their own pleasures, according to their own will. There has to be no element of desperation. No monetary value has to be able to justify the things that we are experiencing. Am I making sense? I hope I am. And the only fans we should be worried about are the ones that keep us cool. And that's the only condition that I'm coming through with. The, the, the state of, of the nation, the state of how things are, it's a mess. And yo, it goes south. 
and goes deeper. The world is shallow. And look at what we've given ourselves up to. Could you imagine? And I've even seen some of the comments, people saying, yo, and the quality isn't all that good. <laughs> There's that photo of a plum, yo. And it's, 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 it's not all right. Why are you once again normalizing things? In our search for humor, nothing is off limits. I get that. Humor is humor. That's what people are believing in. But I'm asking you this question. Of what value is it bringing to us? We are jesting around, making fun of every single thing, even when the timing is off. Because while we are disrupted laughing, we are being plotted against. Those that are benefiting are understanding how the system is set out. They are laughing all the way to the bank. And what are we? We are laughing into positions of depression. We are laughing ourselves into, <laughs> into our graves to die as paupers. They've set it out for us. There's people who have put limits as to how much it is that you have to earn in your entire existence. They want to justify it. They want to keep you away from prosperity and they call it further educational training. Limiting your potential. So you want to tell me that as much as we are able to be fearless and go on and expose our bodies be naked and do all sorts of things to our to our bodies to the pleasure of strangers for likes, retweets, donations and a couple of dollars and I say dollars because that's the currency they're using I'm saying to you what, what what's the purpose? what value do we have as people as we are living lives misled into things that we are not valued by the system is not something that we need to measure ourselves by. The system is whack. It's broken. So we need to understand what finding our purpose is. Our purpose has to be in line with something that benefits the development of, of this fine nation of ours. Our purpose cannot be something which is so selfish that is destructive to the whole community. Let me cut the music because I believe that this this has to land and it has to land quite well. Our purpose can never, ever, ever, under any circumstance, be so selfish that it is destructive to the whole community. We are not put here as beings that are here to serve our own wills and desires. And that is where we, we lost the plot. Because we, we, we were brought together being told that it's a democratic state. And we need to cater for what the masses want. But yet we are led by the minority because I refuse to believe that the majority of people are as corrupt as what these politicians have turned out to be. The purpose of our existence, it's more blessed than anything that we're being led to believe. Finding something that gives you purpose feels like this. At least this was my experience.
when you find something that gives you purpose, it's flipping amazing. It, it gives you an extra kick. When you're still in bed, you wake up wanting to go and pursue that thing. When you think of it, it gives you chills, shivers, goosebumps. But I'm a pay for because it is exciting. And it doesn't end. It feels like new love every single day while you're doing it. Purpose. Purpose gives you sleepless nights. Because you're finding more ways of escalating it. Of pushing it forward. Because it is a dream. It is a mission. It is amazing. It is life. Purpose is direction. Purpose is reason. It's value. It's something that you realize is bigger than you. Whether it be broadcasting, teaching, medicine, engineering, whether it be um, technology, IT, whether it be retail, whatever it is, the purpose, you understand that whatever position in the platform you find yourself in, it's bigger than you. Purpose says that I am in it not for the benefit, not for something that I'm going to be experiencing alone, but for what this thing is going to turn things out to be changing so many lives. That is what purpose is. Purpose is an amazing thing to have. And those that master their purpose are the ones which are changing the world. Because the purpose doesn't even have to be doesn't even have to be legit and by legit I mean it doesn't even have to be a righteous one because not all of us were given righteous purposes Judas had his own I'm saying to you purpose purpose is perfect in the sense that it breaks every single thing that can push against it because you understand that when you have achieved a purpose, nothing can stop you. Not hunger. You will find a way to make sure that you reach the goal. You know that motivational speakers like saying to us, Hey, say when you find the career you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Wait, what? Yeah, they say something like, you know these people, feathers and chickens, you know them. But what I'm trying to get to is finding purpose. It unlocks so many things. And you realize that all these things that we are thinking are defeating us when it comes to adulting is because we haven't found our purpose. It's because we're still searching for it, but you don't even understand what it is. And you won't find it doing nothing. Do you realize the number of things? It's trial and error method. Because not everything is set out for us. It's a trial and error method. The only way to find it is to keep trying. You take a piece of this. Take a bite of this apple. You don't like it. You take a bite of that one. You don't like it. You don't. You take a. You just keep on trying it up until you find something that aligns with who you are. And realize that, hey, I found it. And I've said this before, that this, this podcast is here to change lives. 
the the week I was away. It wasn't nice. I missed you guys. But I'm also in my journey finding this purpose. I think I'll find it. And it's reaching out to you. My voice will be back soon. <laughs> and I, I I wish I wish to continue. Um as we grow, guys, this is going to be a very big platform. Please remember to share and so and subscribe wherever wherever you are in this wild 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 world of ours thank you so much for tuning in it's been a it's been a nice and easy show eh? <laughs> I, I i hope to to meet you guys once again next week yeah so like and subscribe it's been an easy nice and easy nice and easy the mass event podcast my name is kaleem we are made different there were no rules for us to start with podcast. Remember that. So, let's go out there and be different. This has been another great show brought to you by Kaleem. With that being said, thank you and goodbye.